0: Good morning. I'm Jeremy Melanson, and this is your NBA Daily Recap for Saturday, February the 9th. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at recap underscore NBA. This podcast is a part of the Pulse Podcast Network. Check out our free app with all the shows from across the network. Available in your app store, we have NBA content as well as NFL, WWE, fantasy sports, and pop culture pods. The Pulse Podcast Network, keeping your finger on the Pulse. All right, quick uh, shout-outs to a listener, Car Titus. Car was uh, kind enough to take a minute and write me a review on the Apple Podcast app. Uh, Car Titus, I appreciate your support, and if you'd like a shout-out on the show, then be like Car Titus and write me a review on Apple. It only takes a minute, and it helps the show to grow. So if you could please do that, I would be forever in your debt. All right, we'll recap the games from Saturday night. There were nine games on, so strap on in first one we'll look at was the San Antonio Spurs at Utah. Uh, the Spurs threw some zone defenses at the Jazz, which kept them in the game early, uh, taking a one-point lead after one quarter, but the Jazz started to figure things out in the second and they were attacking the basket repeatedly and outscored the Spurs 22-2 in the paint that quarter and took a 14-point lead into halftime. The third quarter was close in scoring, but the Jazz made another push in the fourth to put this one out of reach. Utah had 125 and San Antonio 105. The Spurs lose their fourth straight game of the annual Rodeo Road Trip, which still has four more games uh, for San Antonio before they get back home again. Next one we'll look at... Oh, no. Let's go into the box score. Oh, easy, buddy. Jumping around here. For uh, the Utah Jazz, Rudy Gobert had 21 and 13 with two blocks. Royce O'Neal had 17 points with four triples and five rebounds. Donovan Mitchell, 23, 5, and 5 with three steals. Ricky Rubio, 16, 6, and 6. Joe Ingalls had 11, and Derek Favors had 11 points and 10 rebounds. From the Spurs side of the game, uh, Jakob Pearl got the start in this one. He had 8 and 7 with a steal and a block. Davis Bertans had 11 with a steal and a block. Lamarcus Aldridge had 15 and 10 with 4 assists. Excuse me, DeMar DeRozan, 23 points and 5 assists. Patty Mills had 14, 4 boards and 5 assists. Marco Bellinelli had 11, and Bryn Forbes had 12. All right, next one we'll look at. The Cleveland Cavaliers were in Indiana to play the Pacers. And uh, this was a blowout. The Pacers struck early and didn't look back. They scored the Cavs 30-17 in the first quarter and just held it right through to the end. Um, the Pacers are making a statement, uh, I think, uh, just because Depot is gone you know, doesn't mean that they are. Indiana took this one 105-90. to It is five straight wins for them. And they have yet to sign uh, Wesley Matthews after it was reported that he would be joining the team. But that hasn't happened just yet. Uh, Not sure what the situation is there. For the Pacers, Miles Turner had 14 and 8 with 3 blocks. Darren Collison had 18 and 9 assists. Boyan Bogdanovich had 23 points. Demontis Sabonis had 13 and 10. Corey Joseph, 10 points, 10 assists, 9 rebounds. And, uh, well, that'll pretty much do it for Indiana. For the Cleveland side of the game, Larry Nance Jr. 16 points, 10 rebounds, 2 blocks and a steal, his 5th straight double-double. Jordan Clarkson had 18 and 6 assists. Uh, Brandon Knight got some play in this one. 9 points in 11 minutes. And Colin Sexton had 16, 5 boards and 4 assists. Next one we will look at. The Charlotte Hornets were at Atlanta to play the Hawks. And the Hornets' first quarter was a huge one. And so was Kemba Walker. Charlotte hit their first 8 shots of the game, and 5 of those actually came from 3. They dropped 46 points in the first quarter, and 73 in the first half. Their biggest lead of the first half was 17, but the Hawks clawed back. They got to within 5 in the final minute, but the Hornets had control of this one, and they took it 129-120. Charlotte snaps a 2-game losing streak, and wins was their first game this year without Tony Parker. They're 1-8 now without Tony Parker in the lineup. But to be fair, all the 8 losses have come on the road. From the Charlotte side of the game, Jeremy Lamb had 24 points, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, 3 steals and 2 blocks. Just a monster game from Lamb. Kemba Walker, 37 as I said, uh, season high 9 triples, 7 assists as well. Marvin Williams had 27 points, a block and a steal. Michael K. Gilchrist had 11 points, he also had a block and a steal. And Cody Zeller, getting into the starting lineup again, he had 10 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists and a block and a steal. From the Atlanta side of the game... Trey Young has been solid in all this losing this year. He he had 20 points with 4 triples, 11 assists, and 2 steals. Kevin Huerta, pretty solid as well. 17 points with 3 triples, 4 rebounds, and a steal. Jeremy Lin had 13 points with 4 assists. Dwayne Dedman had 14 points and 7 rebounds. He also had 4 triples and 3 assists. John Collins had 21 and 5 boards, a block, and a steal. And Kent Bazemore had 13. Next one we'll look at was... The Raptors were in New York to play the Knicks and they had big Spain for this one. Marcus Gasol made his debut off the bench for the Raptors and it was reported yesterday that Toronto will be signing guard Ben McLemore who was waived by the Kings. This game was uh, probably a bit closer than Toronto would have preferred. New York started the game off by going up 14 to 3. The Raptors rebounded after a timeout and then the game remained close thereafter. With 5 minutes left, rookie Kadeem Allen hit a 3 and that got them to within one, 91 to 90. Then Danny Green hit back-to-back three-pointers to extend the Raptors' lead to seven. Mario Hezonja's three-pointer with 11 seconds left brought the Knicks to within three, but a pair of Kyle Lowry free throws sealed the game for Toronto. They took this one 104-99, handing New York their 16th straight loss. Kyle Lowry had 22 points, five assists, four rebounds, two steals, and two blocks. Danny Green had 14 and four boards. Serge Ibaka had 15 points, 13 rebounds, and 4 assists. Norman Powell had 14 off the bench in 15 minutes. Pascal Siakam had 10 points and 8 rebounds. Kawhi Leonard had 11 points with 5 rebounds and 6 assists. And as far as Marcus All went, in 18 minutes of play he had 7 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 2 steals, and a block. Alright, next, oh sorry, and the Knicks side of the game if anyone cared. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, 15 and 7 with 3 blocks. Kadeem Allen, his career, set a career high, with 14 points, 6 assists and 4 boards with 2 steals. Kevin Knox had 20 points with 4 boards and 2 steals. Dennis Smith Jr., 13 points, 6 assists, 4 boards, 3 steals. And DeAndre Jordan had 10 points to go with 18 rebounds. Alright, next one we're going to look at. The LA Clippers were in Boston, and this is where things start to get interesting. Uh, I'm going to throw the spoiler alert on this one. Uh, this was probably a great game to watch. Uh, it was... A lot of action, no doubt about that. Boston's coming off of that loss uh, in their last game. Uh, The buzzer beater shot, Rondo hit to to lose to the Lakers. Uh, And now they had the other LA team in town. Uh, The Celtics come out firing. They won the first quarter 43-20. And in the second quarter, they pushed the lead to 28. I know, sounds like a blowout. But, with two and a half minutes left in the second quarter, Kyrie left the game with a sprained knee and did not return. Um, they haven't uh, put anything out yet. Uh, he'll probably have like an uh, MRI or something, an x-ray or something today, and we'll find out by that. By then. Um, at the time that that happened, Boston was up by 20, and then it was almost as if a different team came out of the locker room after halftime. Boston only managed to score 20 points in the entire third quarter, and LA had 28, making it 86-81 Boston after three quarters. The Clippers tied the game at 100, and all to the sounds of booze coming from Celtics Nation. Montrez Harold forced two key turnovers, and Pat Beverly nailed a pair of three-pointers down the stretch to help th- take the game for L.A. They steal this one, 123-112. to 112. The Clippers went from being down 28 to winning by 11, a 39-point swing. From the Clippers' side of the game, Pat Bev had 12 points. He had 10 rebounds to lead the team again, uh, 7 assists and 2 steals for Beverly. Uh, Gallinari came back, he had 19 points and he also had 10 rebounds with 4 assists. Montrose Harrell had 21-6 and six with a block and a steal. Landry Shamet 17 points off the bench, uh, newly acquired guard from the 76ers trade. Uh, Shea Gilgis-Alexander had 14 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 steals and a block. a Zubach, newly acquired center from the Lakers, 12 points, 9 rebounds and 3 blocks in a start. And Garrett Temple had 11 points, also starting for the Clippers. Uh, acquired from Memphis. From the Boston side of the game, Terry Rozier had 16 points with 5 rebounds, 3 assists and 2 steals. Um, if if uh, Irving happens to miss any amount of time, uh, Ky- uh, Terry Rozier will be a guy to watch. He'll be starting and he's been putting up great numbers in any of the games that Kyrie's been sitting this year. Uh, so uh, maybe if you're a fantasy guy, something to look out for, fantasy girl, check that out. Marcus Morris had 15 points with 6 rebounds of steal and a block. Vanilla Tice, Daniel Tice, 10 points and 7 rebounds. Um, Gordon Hayward had 19 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists. And that's another guy who, who plays... Uh, well, his numbers are better in generally, I guess, plays a bit better when Kyrie isn't in the lineup. Uh, more usage goes Hayward's way, and he's, uh, he's had his best games this year without Kyrie on the court. Uh, Kyrie had 14 points in the first half before he exited. Al Horford finished with 6 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, a block and a steal. Jalen Brown had 12 and 5 and Jason Tatum had 16-8. Alright, next one we're going to look at was the New Orleans Pelicans in Memphis, the 13th and 14th place teams in the Western Conference. Uh, Memphis had three new faces making their debuts. Avery Bradley started the game for them, and CJ Miles and DeLon Wright from the Raptors come off the bench. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas is yet to debut um, for them, but who needs him when you have Joakim Noah? Um, the Pelicans, who were with Davis, by the way, came out and took a 28-20 lead after the first quarter, shooting 11 of 18, and then they combined to shoot 15 for 50 in the second and third quarters, and totaled just 34 points over the, the that stretch of two quarters. Memphis took full advantage of New Orleans' struggles, and they led by 10 going into the fourth quarter, and they stretched it to 12 in the closing minutes. Memphis took this one 99-90, and snapped New Orleans' two-game winning streak. For the Grizz... As I said, Noah, 19 points, season high, 14 rebounds, season high, in 30 minutes of play. Jaron Jackson Jr. had 14 points, 2 steals and a block. Justin Holiday had 15 and 5 boards and 3 assists. C.J. Miles, 13 points off the bench. Mike Connolly had 11 points, 6 rebounds, 9 assists. And Ivan Rabb, 10 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 assists. Continuing to start at power forward for them, by the way. Uh, Avery Bradley, as I said, uh, made his debut and started. He played 24 minutes. He had just 8 points, uh, a couple assists, and a steal. Nothing to see there. DeLon Wright, 23 minutes, 7 points, and 2 assists with a steal. And, uh, yeah, not too much to see there. From the New Orleans side of the game, Anthony Davis played almost 34 minutes. He had 14 points, 16 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 2 blocks. He did play uh, in the fourth quarter of this one. Kenrick Williams had 10 points and 13 rebounds with 7 assists and a block. Drew Holiday had 15 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. Julius Randle had 21 points and 6 rebounds with a steal and a block off the bench. Alright, next one we're going to look at. The Washington Wizards were in Chicago. And this one came just three days after they made a trade. Uh, Bobby Portis and Jabari Parker had to return to the United Center with their new uniforms and their new teammates. And on the other side of the game, Otto Porter Jr. had to face off against the team that drafted him third in 2013. The Bulls trailed by 17 early in the second half, and but they were able to trim the deficit to 6 with 11 minutes to go, but Washington pulled away. A high-scoring affair, as we predicted on the pod yesterday, 134-125 for Washington. Portis and Parker combined for 30 points of Washington's 64 bench points compared to just 38 from Chicago. For the Wizards side, Brad Beal, 31 points, 4 assists, 4 steals. Trevor Ariza had 19-4-4. Jabari Parker had 20 with 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 2 blocks, and a steal. Shazen Randall, 20 points off the bench. Wesley Johnson, 14 points in uh, just under 20 minutes. Thomas Bryant had 13, starting center still, but only played 16 minutes. Bobby Portis had 10 points and 12 rebounds with a pair of blocks. And Thomas Sanoranski had 7 points, 7 rebounds, and 11 assists. For the Bulls, Zach Levine had 26 points, 6 assists, and 4 rebounds. Robin Lopez had 18 points with a pair of blocks. Wayne Salton had 17 points. Lowry Markkinen had uh, 20 with 11 rebounds and 4 assists. Chris Dunn, starting point guard, had just 6 points, but he also had 4 rebounds, 8 assists, and 3 steals. And Otto Porter, against his former team, 17 points with 2, ste- uh, two, st- yes, two steals, 2 assists, 2 rebounds. And he also hit 2 3-pointers. And he had a block. But he didn't get the victory. This one went to Washington. Alright, next game we're going to look at is the Oklahoma City Thunder in Houston to play the Rockets. I'll throw the spoiler alert on this one too, because this was uh, another entertaining game. Uh, First of all, Russell Westbrook matched Wilt Chamberlain's record of nine straight triple-doubles, so watch out for him in the next one, uh, trying to get the all-time record of ten straight consecutive triple-doubles. And then James Harden went over 30 points for his 29th straight game, and that puts him now too shy of Wilt's record uh, second longest streak of 30-point games. Also, Chris Paul moved up in the all-time steals leaders uh, list, passing Mookie Blaylock for 11th place all-time. Shout-outs to uh, Mookie and Pearl Jam. Uh, Pearl Jam, if you don't know, they wanted to actually call their band Mookie Blaylock. They were, they were giant Mookie Blaylock fans, uh, but for legal reasons, they actually could, they couldn't do it, so they decided to call the band Pearl Jam, and then they called their album 10, which was Mookie's jersey number the more you know. Alright, the Rockets were hot in the first half of this one, but in the second half, OKC was even hotter. Let's start with Houston. They led by three after one, but outscored Oklahoma by 19 in the second quarter. Uh, Quick math, that's a 22 point halftime lead. At one point, the lead was 26, which was actually OKC's largest deficit of the entire season. But the Thunder made the right adjustments at halftime, taking the third quarter 42 to 20, and then tying the game at 90 apiece. Russ gave OKC a one-point lead with 26.9 seconds left on a layup. That was followed by a hardened miss, and then Paul George sealed the game with a pair of free throws. OKC took this one, 117-112. to 112. In Houston, on the road, Paul George had 45 points. I almost, I almost swore. 45 points with six three-pointers, 11 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. Terrence Ferguson had 15 points, 4 boards, and 3 assists. Russell Westbrook, 21 points, 12 rebounds, 11 assists, 2 steals and a block, and Dennis Schroeder had 17 off the bench. Jeremy Grant, actually uh, 8 points, 8 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Nothing wrong with a line like that. And Steven Adams also, he had 6 points, 9 boards, 2 steals, 2 blocks. Alright from the Rockets side of the game, Chris Paul had 18 points, 10 rebounds, 9 assists with his 2 steals. James Harden had 42 points with 6 triples, he had just 2 rebounds, 1 assist and a steal. Eric uh, sorry. Eric Gordon had 13 points. He also had 3 blocks and a steal. And uh, let's see, Austin Rivers had 10. And Kenneth Farid, 17 points and 12 rebounds. He has been solid for them. Alright, the last game we'll look at was a blowout. Not the blowout you would have probably expected. But um, the Orlando Magic were in Milwaukee to play the Bucks. Giannis sat this one out with some knee soreness. Uh, nothing too serious on his end. But uh, just needed a break. The Bucks started off with an 8-0 run before a 20-4 run countered uh, by the Orlando. The score at the end of the quarter was just 20-19. The second quarter had a bit more action as Orlando outscored Milwaukee 39-30, taking a 10-point lead into the break. But the third quarter was more ugly basketball as Orlando outscored Milwaukee 20-15. And then they outscored them again in the fourth, 24-19. So if you didn't notice... Milwaukee didn't get over 20 points in three out of the four quarters. Uh, after the game, Coach Mike Budenholzer was quoted saying, we'll probably throw this one in the trash can and move on. Orlando took this one, 103-83. As I said, in Milwaukee, on the road. Yikes. For the Magic, Kem Birch, six just six points and five boards, but he also had four blocks. Jonathan Isaac had 17 with six boards and two blocks. Nikola Vucevic had uh, 15 points, 17 rebounds, 5 assists, and a block. Terrence Ross had 15 points with 4 rebounds. And Aaron Gordon had 14 points with 6 rebounds. Isaiah Briscoe, rookie point guard, 9 points and 7 assists off the bench. Alright, from the Milwaukee side of the game, Brooke Lopez, 9 points and 5 boards, but he also had 3 blocks and 2 steals. Eric Blitzo had 19 points, 11 rebounds, 5 assists. Chris Middleton had 11 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and Malcolm Brogdon had 14 points with 4 rebounds. Just an ugly game from Milwaukee right there. Something they'll definitely want to forget. Alright, that was the 9 games that were on Saturday. There were only 5 games on today, and of course my session expired. Alright, let's get this back up and running here. Just a quick second. Alright. As I said, five games on today. The matinee game is Portland at Dallas. And Portland is favored by four. Total uh, over-under, 219.5. Alright, the next one. The Lakers, and this is also an afternoon game. The Lakers are at Philadelphia. Philly's favored by 7.5. And and there's a 234 over-under. So this one should be a good high-scoring game. Uh, Joel Embiid's questionable. Um, we'll have to check on his status later in the game. Jonathan Simmons is questionable after being acquired from the Magic in the Fultz trade. Josh Hart's questionable for the Lakers, and LeBron is probable. Next game, the Phoenix Suns are at Sacramento. Devin Booker's probable to return. He's been dealing with a little bit of hamstring problems. Sacramento's favored by 9.5 with a 231 over-under, so it should be a decently high-scoring affair as well. Orlando is at Atlanta to play the Hawks. The Magic coming off that big victory last night against the Bucs. Um, second game, back-to-back on the road for Orlando, and they're favored by 1.5 with a 223 over over-under. Aaron Gordon's questionable with a sore lower back. And the last game of the night, the Miami Heat are on the road in Golden State to play the Warriors at Oracle Arena. The Warriors are favored by 14 with a, 221 and a half over over-under. D. Wade is questionable with a sore neck, and Andre Iguodala is also questionable with a left with left hamstring tightness. All right, that'll do it for the podcast for Sunday. Um, Everybody, thanks for uh, tuning in. Hope you all had a great week, and cheers to another great week ahead. Uh, Shout-outs to the Pulse Podcast Network. Everybody have a great day.